Drop. Welcome to Thin Glizzy, a Thin Lizzy and Hot Dog Podcast. Uh, I'm 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 Glenn. I'm I'm Thin. Oh, nice. I'm Glenn. I'm, I'm Lizzy. I'm Glizzy. I'm Hot Dog. Oh, hi, Hot Dog. Tight. And we um, have our friend Craig here. Yeah, shout out Craig. Craig's um, here recording our uh, back our from Degrassi, taking back Sundays. Disappointed him. Oh no. Oh wow. No. Okay. I Degrassi lore. Please fill us in. He was um, doing cocaine, and Adam Lazar was like, "Piece of shit," because his nose started bleeding. Did anyone yeah. know? Did you? Okay, maybe I was just a little like of a, a little bit of a sheltered band kid. Did anyone know anyone in high school doing cocaine? Uh, I mean, I saw like uh, I'll just name drop him here because who cares? I saw Frank Walling just take a random pill he found. On oh the well, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. He I've... found a pill, smashed it up, and just railed it. Okay, I can see that. I've been around. He was also it. drunk in class, like. Frank also survived a, a pretty gnarly accident. Glad he's doing okay. Yeah. I watched people do coke in the church parking lot. That was tight. Cool, man. For Christ? No. Like a transubstantiation? Yeah. <laughs> Once yeah. this goes up my nose hole, it turns into the, the Holy you Spirit. Gotta have, you gotta have a lot of energy to preach. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. No, this guy, this guy, I doubt he loves the Lord anymore. Or he super loves the Lord. Loves know. the Lord a little too much, maybe sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Get that. I mean, I definitely did it in high school. I went to a Christian school, but no, I didn't. Yeah, I was pretty. I didn't. I wasn't exposed to any of that shit till really after high school. But, yeah. By the time I was around cocaine, I was like, no, dude. No. <laughs> first time I, I ever saw too. The first time I saw someone do cocaine, I saw them do it off of a piece of broken mirror that they unwrapped, like a towel, put the cocaine on, and then used a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, that, dude, that's the, the thing. That's insane okay. to me. It's like if you can afford cocaine, you can at least, I'm sorry, facilitate a nicer environment to take it in. Don't do it off broken glass. If you can if you can afford to buy it, you can afford to fucking do it somewhere nice. Well, it's probably shitty cocaine that was cut with meth, so well yeah. then don't buy it. Don't buy it. Yes, yeah, also don't buy something it. Something that once that was cut with meth probably Yeah. Was. Like the fentanyl crisis is nuts out there. Anyone out there who's into cocaine and shit like that, just maybe don't do it right now. We'll <laughs> figure out ways to test it cuz people are dying left and right out here. Speaking of a cocaine, um, Thin Lizzy are an Irish hard rock band oh, yeah. formed in Dublin in 1969. Their music reflects a wide range of influences, okay, including blues, soul music, psychedelic rock, and traditional <laughs> Irish folk music. Um, some of their hits, uh, The Boys Are Back in Town. Classic. Uh, Jailbreak. Yes. Um, other ones that I don't know. I'm trying you know, to get into Thin Lizzy. But you know Whiskey in, the, really jo- like the-, whiskey in the Jarro? Yeah. There's that well, like Metallica covered it, but I, well, I think that's like a traditional Irish song. Whiskey Thin Lizzy did it. Jarro. Yeah, the way yeah. I always said Jarro bothered me. Whiskey in the, I know, just say jar. But it, maybe it's Irish. I don't know. Get out of here, field. Producer Hi. producer Craig, if you could be so kind to uh, put the boys are back in town in the background of this, that would be great. Yeah, uh, let's really test this Discord fucking <laughs> chat box. Just the entire episode. Just turn on <laughs> turn on a record. That's away, master. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Um, I that uh, this is genuine wrestle boys. Okay, thank uh, you. We're a wrestling podcast talking about professional wrestling, sports entertainment, grappling, um, 
oily hugging, oily hugging, homoeroticism. Flippery just, the um, Flippery fellows, slippery gals. I was uh, I was in line for a live event once. This guy's handing out flyers, and it was like to like to learn to wrestle. And it, it was just the way you said this made me think of it. It said it was professional, P E R, professional, professional yeah. wrestling. Yeah, and it Come was like on. we don't care about your size. The only thing that matters is the size of your heart. And I'm like, I should have joined. Come on, come on down to uh, J- Jimmy's Jimmy Shack and uh, learn learn how to professional wrestle. You don't got a ring, but we got a mattress. Yeah, <laughs> I should have went. I'd probably be wrestle club champion right now. If I Honestly, could. I think about that. Like it would be. I wish. I, yeah, I would. I, I was never like a sports guy. Like I was never like a have a coach tell me to do stuff. Kind of like. I never, uh, you know, I, I never took it well. For you if you want me Rebel. to. I'm really needing one now, dude. That's the thing, though. I honestly think I, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, I would benefit from a little structure now. I have a, I have a little bit too much agency over, over my own Bo- fucking Both your parents schedule. were teachers. Yeah. And so that, like, to me, like, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think but so. But we're not yeah. diving into the psyche of Mexico. I mean, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that, I guess. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I never got into it. But I was thinking, like, yeah, it'd be fun to be trained in something. But I was like, it'd be weird to train to be a pro wrestler, but also be like, but I don't ever really plan on performing. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I, the... I always wanted to do one match, just, like, a match to see if I could do it. Yeah. That's the whole thing with karate. You learn how to do it, and you're probably never going to actually do Wait, that's it. That's totally different. That's exactly you don't you don't train the professional you don't train in professional wrestling in hopes you never have to use it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, I hope I don't have to take a bump. I don't know. I think Sid. I live that way. That's that fair. being said, dude, if the shit if the fucking heat got turned up, it would be really fun to just know how to hit someone with like a standing hurricane rana. Just blow everyone at the bar away. Like, what the fuck is this what guy doing? Fuck? Well, I mean, that means you'd have to do that with somebody, like somebody else that, like, they'd have to sell for you. Knows how to wrestle because, like, you go up for it and then you're just fucking, like, putting your hong right in somebody's face. <laughs> yeah, you're That's fucking coming, crashing you're down just, on your own neck. You're just landing your legs on someone else's shoulders and they just kind of probably fall to the ground going, what the fuck was that? Like, it'd be so awkward. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's how you want to fight. How? How cool would it be if you went to a bar and you like saw a bar fight, but it was fake? Like it was too perfect. It was too like people. It's like the Walmart the guys. They were just calling oh, yeah. the fight. Like you would see them get up to next to each other, whisper in each other's ears. I mean, yeah, that's he's like grabbing a joke. He's like, "All right, duck to brother." Yeah. Um, that's, also, that's halfway, that's halfway what we saw, Derek, above that skating rink. That's true. That's true. Oh, but that we was knew. Still... We knew what the ge- we knew what the, yeah, the deal we knew was. What it was. Um. I went to the fair on uh, Friday. I probably got COVID from it. Um, <laughs> but um, I was thinking while I was wandering around, getting hustled by the the game guys, because I wanted to win a Sonic for my girlfriend. Um, yeah, and... There are Sonics everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just go get one of those Coney Island dogs. No, the hedgehog. Oh. I wanted the experience. I I think the hedgehog is like a limited time item, so you probably have to get like the popcorn chicken or something. Sonic, the <laughs> goddamn hedgehog. Popcorn hedgehog, popcorn hedgehog bites. <laughs> yeah, the popcorn hedgehog bites. Oh, that Sonic. Yeah. Oh, the one on oh, the you're showing. I love Knuckles. Sonic. It's Sonic. So did you win the? I mean, did you become? Did you did come you out win? victorious? Did you win? Yes, I paid enough money to win. Nice. Um, but 
I was wandering around thinking, you know what would be fun? There were some people grappling here. And I want to bring wrestling back to the fairs. Take it back to the roots. Start a wrestling promotion that's just touring with a fair. I'd go. I I would go to every fair fair if it had wrestling, for sure. There might be a five-day match. We don't know. Oh, back to when it was a shoot? Yeah. Just have a guy like move to your town like two months before, kind of get to know a little bit. So when they show up, he'd be like, I'll fight you. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, we know that guy from the fucking mechanic shop. Yeah. G- give it back to the carnies. That's what I say. That's I agree. Yeah. yeah. Who would, among like non-actual celebrities, but people just in Boise, you think the most people would recognize? Because I think sign twirling guy on Fairview and Cole. Hell Yeah. yeah. Um, would be up there. Old timey bike riding guy from ten years oh, ago. Oh man, the there. guy who fixes the light bulbs on Eighth Street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about? I mean, you two don't know this, but he's he's in a smaller community. But Hatebreed Dad. Hatebreed Dad. Yeah. Hatebreed Dad seems like the kind of character you'd expect to see at the the wrestling at the Hate fair. Breed show. Yeah. He t- it would have to be someone like Doug Marsh or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Doug Marsh in a wrestling match. <laughs> like, we know him. The, the one guy, the one guy that always gives me my food at Beto's on Fairview. <laughs> the Beto's on the, Fairview the guy. Mexican guy, which is the better, I, the I way better Beto's. Uh, we great. got <laughs> we we got Gary from Gary's Electrics, Jim, Jim That's Zamzo. Yeah, okay. I don't either of them are still alive. To be no, honest. they're both dead. But I'm just no. Thinking. I I actually agree with you though, and I do think I wonder. The Dennis Dillon superhero. Well, because, you know, and like, look, we're kind of deep into the wrestling, right? We like to fucking really go diving and looking into the every nook and cranny of wrestling. But, you, you know, you got to think everything swings on a pendulum. And mm-hmm. I agree. It'll come back to the carnies. It'll yeah. come back to the fair. Yeah, because I'm doing it. I'm taking Good. out a PPP loan. Well, man, this is Derek's. This is where Derek becomes the villain. No, this you're is taking a villain out a origin PP story. Loan. Yeah, so I'm taking out a, I want to smooch your PP loan. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> There's this weird video, and I sent it to Isai. He got so mad at me. Yeah, but I turned that around real quick, though, somehow. Yeah. It was like the verbal equivalent of me pointing to my scar. <laughs> it was. It really was. It was great. It was all, it was all hard goofs, so. though. Yeah, yeah. He says you're not, so, not going to cancel me. Not yet. I'm going to cancel you. Um, keep playing with that slinky. Hey, so wrestling, <laughs> Johnny Gargano came back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Johnny in Toronto. I, I watched the uh, I watched Raw live for the first time in so long, and then I'm like, oh, this has been really good. But I do have a couple like, got to go pick up like food before work tomorrow. Um, and so I, I'm just gonna go do that. It can't be anything too big, you know. Whatever, I'll catch later. And then literally the next segment was Johnny. <sighs> came out of nowhere. And, yeah, just like they came back from break, showing the crowd. And, the, and all of a sudden, you just hear Rebel Heart. And you're just like, what? And then he actually comes out, and the crowd's going nuts. And he's like, hey, I'm back! <laughs> That's what I thought was cool, because I didn't see it live. I, you know, I saw that video posted, but it was interesting to see that. Like, when the music started, there was, like, the instinctive thing where a crowd hears something, you know, shocking, and they cheer. And then it goes quiet for a second, and then everyone starts to kind of, or, like, you kind of then feel it come back. Like, oh, oh! Oh, we actually know what this is. Like the impact of it kind of like had a delayed also, reaction. I think which it's was waiting really cool. for him to actually like cross the threshold. Mm-hmm. Actually walk and, out. Like, come out. Yeah. And so it's like, is this real? Because I mean, 
fans have been burned by that before. I mean, look at um, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, the most famous one being Shawn Michaels when he was doing his shithead run, um, like leading up to the Hogan match. They were in Montreal, and he fucking goes out there, fakes Bret Hart's music, and he's just like, "Who's your daddy, Montreal?" <laughs> it's the best. Like, was I, such it, a good that would deal. that would make sense in Cleveland, not in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that pretty pretty wild, and it's so cool because like it really, whether or not it's true, it it kind of closes that circuit of speculation of like now that you know I feel like the writing was on the wall for a Vince run main roster uh, for Johnny, and now it's like like a lot of people speculated now that the Triple H has built so much faith with a lot of these NXT people, these performers that. I'm sure the confidence is now like, yeah, well, I'm not going to at least get totally thrown under the bus of being like a guy who pisses his pants Drake Maverick style. Yeah, yeah. I just can't wait for when she's ready, uh, uh, Candice LeRae EO Sky to main event WrestleMania. That could be really cool. <laughs> yeah, that could be very cool. That's just what I want. That's just what I want. So, Johnny, nice. Johnny, you've, you haven't shown up in a while. Uh, how's it feel being back? I'm not changing diapers or watching Bluey. <laughs> and oh, girl, Bluey, you know, fu- Bluey fucks. Bluey's a great show. What the fuck is Bluey? Dude, it's I don't, a, I don't, it's, it's a really like, wholesome good kid show. I've like watched a, a couple episodes. Australian something or not? People, yeah. People, They're blue adults, healers. adults without kids need to fucking chill about Bluey. I can't wait. I can't wait yes, for my very true. Yeah. That's why I haven't watched any. Except yeah, like I, a couple I just episodes. Can't, I, I watched a couple episodes to check it out, and then I was like, I can't wait for my nephew to be allowed screen time to watch this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, but Johnny, how does it feel having a, a son? Is it more like a son, or are you like competing for, for Candace's affections? Oh. It's cool, because I, I can get toys out and play with them, and it's not weird. <laughs> you, buy like, you buy like 35 action figures for your infant child? Yeah, 35 of me. Nice. Oh, no, what's, these what's... are choking hazards. I can't. I guess they're just mine. <laughs> I was gonna ask: Has your son chosen a a, a action figure? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's that's probably safe and smart. Yeah, he's uh, only like want, six months old. Yeah, I want that, a little baby. Yeah. choosing shit. Yeah, he just probably just lay there. Like, eh, I'm a baby. Yeah, make a little action figure of the baby. But uh, put like that's the the way the that way was is, like, a can, baby can, wrestling Johnny chant. Baby, and yeah, that's a strange chant. <laughs> baby wrestling chant. That's too much. That's sick. But there was a there, there was a baby wrestling chant. It's too much. How's a yeah? How's... It's, it's it's a strange term, baby wrestling. Yeah, but like think about like Muppet Babies, but wrestling. That'd be sick. I'd watch it. A little baby Champa, but with his full beard. Yeah, <laughs> and like a a cartoon Macho Man. Do y'all remember that fucking big baby? Which big baby? The big baby on the internet, Gavin. Oh, yeah, that's not really a baby? (laughs) No, that's Hasbro or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, not that, yeah. I don't remember Gavin the baby. No, look up the big baby. I'm not going to look up Gavin the big baby. Look up Gavin the big baby. I'm not doing it. I want to talk about wrestling. Yeah, I want to talk about the great Bambi. The great Bambino. Well, um, that was super cool. I don't know. It's just been really cool just seeing um, people show up. And, like, especially, like, it is just, like, it was, like, a random show in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah, time. It was, cool. it was time. Yeah, we needed it. We I needed like it. it. 
I like it too because there's sometimes they, you know, like the speculation. Whenever the next time they're in or around Cleveland, like you know, it's like people would be like, "Oh, Johnny's got to show up." You know, I like playing with people's expectations of just having him come out fucking in Toronto, Canada. Where where they also, I guess, had a few fun uh, Canadian little little uh, little gets in there, right? Edge wrestled his first match in uh, in Canada in like fucking thirty years, and then he also been a fucking Canadian destroyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. The Damian Priest, who's very tall, big man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's all on Damian, right? Yeah, which is just impressive because he's a big dude. Edge is a big dude. Yeah, he's a fucking well, destroyer. It seems like they're really like. Um, I was noticing that is they are really pushing the a lot of these um folks from from NXT. What are are really getting this shine. Ricochet is on his... He's Triple H, is, Triple H is doing that? Right, but what I'm wondering is, like, I, I kind of wonder what it's like for some of the, the guys in the backstage who had it real nice under Vince. If there is like, sort of this thing of, like, now that's like almost like an overcorrection. You're talking like an almost, if you will? Yeah, something like that, where I wonder how many people are like, I actually had it pretty fucking good now, and now you're... Like, I wonder... It's got, it can't be all I, sunshine I and think, rainbows, is what I'm thinking. I think, like, but the thing is, it's like, Sheamus is still getting pushed. Baron Corbin's going through a storyline still. Like, they're both NXT like, guys. Baron, not Sheamus. Not Sheamus. <laughs> Baron, Baron is, had his best match in long time on Friday against uh, Ricochet. Like Baron yeah. looked fucking great in that match. Like that's some NXT shit though. Like he's still getting like like Pat McAfee still talking shit about him, and they're doing a storyline where he's like becoming a loser again, which I am fucking for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But like um, guys, like also, almost if you guys like check, if you guys check the text channel, I left a little present for you. Yeah, the baby. Oh, that's God. the big baby. Davis, baby. That is Large a big baby. fucking. That's is that baby five years old, six years? No, old? that baby. Uh, all right. Well, good <laughs> luck. Good luck becoming an adult, baby, because you're gonna be nine feet tall. That's a big baby. <laughs> now that is a big baby. <laughs> That's a real baby. Sorry for derailing this. Yeah. This this podcast started derailed when you yep. said it was um Thin Glizzy. Thin Glizzy. Yeah. 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 So I was, think this is what you, gonna be. Right. We've made the conscious effort to be less of a let's talk about what's happening weekly. So when we do get to talk about what's happening weekly, it's a fucking runaway talk about train. Big baby. It's a runaway train. Talk about the big baby. Um just fair. Also, Karrion Cross is getting a little push. Exactly, dude. Yeah, that's that's like it has been. Um, it's been like one of these things where it's like he's getting presented the way he should. Yeah. You know what I well, mean? and what I find very interesting is I want to know the details behind this. So he released a video with the song "Departure" by the band Twitching Tongues. Um, Colin Young, member of Twitching Tongues is now, like, AEW's premier songwriter. So I wonder if I don't they think just... he's, like, signed to do it. It's just, like, they're like, hey, you want to do a song? He's for done, this? like, six. But it's, like... I well, yeah, but, like, they just all cleared for it. the House of Black. No, he did Wardlow's. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, four out of the six are for the House of Black. <laughs> yeah, and, and Ass Boys. Yeah, but that one doesn't count because fucking Dan- Jordan Olds did it. Yeah. Well, Jordan Olds is on every one of those songs, too. Yeah, but I mean, like, that one was more so him. Yeah, and Dan Housen. 
Fuck him, hey boy. But I, mean, I, I just, I like I mean, the, I, I like, I know cursing. I just like the crossover. Ah. It was just a video on Twitter, and uh, it was just cool. Anyway, where, what else do we? Let's get. I mean, we got. I, so this is kind of what I'm. I'm looking here through the card, right? Because we do. Have, we have Clash at the Castle coming up. And all out. Clash at the and, Castle. And all out, but with Clash oh, at the oh, Castle, oh, oh, look oh, at oh, oh. what? What should we talk about before we get into this card? Should we talk about well, AEW? Uh, I think the, we keep oh, it too separate. separate. Should show that like, in AEW. Like, okay. Before we do that, I NXT think before we change dead. Okay. Here we um. Go. Yeah. Let's get some quick hits right here. NXT UK's dead. Planning NXT Europe for 2023. Um. Tyler Bay is gonna fight Braun Breaker at Worlds Collide. Gallus oh. is gonna fight. I think the Creeds yeah. or whatever. Um. Miko Satamora and uh, Blair Davenport, the former B Priestley. Um. It's gonna be them and Mandy Rose. Miko Satamora and Mandy Rhodes are going to be in the same match. That's so weird. With B Priestley, who's like an injury machine. Hopefully that goes okay. Well, hopefully she got better too. It's been like a year since she, I think she, B Priestley injured like, anybody. Cool moves, but then she will also give you a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. She also steals yeah. some of those cool moves without permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, um, this is just the last thing for the the NXT rundown. Um, Von Wagner fought Tyler Bate this week. And everybody, you know, knows that Tyler Bates called the big strong boy. Mm-hmm. Von Wagner fucking cut this promo. And one of it is like, you may be a big strong boy, but I'm a big strong man. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, dude. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Don't say that. It's so well, weird. It's so weird to me, though, because, like, it's got to be strange that while Triple H is obviously taking over the head of creative for the main roster, he also now has this injection back into NXT that was his baby. And so it's weird to watch all of this sort of shift in the background while there's this, like, focus Just on the Just wait till roster. Sunday when Worlds Collides happen. That's well, going to be in the afternoon. But check this out, Just, too. I was going to say, it's going to... He's going to fucking do the dark, darkened room. He's going to fucking announce it. We are NXT. And then black and gold, Slipknot plays. We are not your kind. John Johnny Gargano go. comes out just standing right behind him going <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole time. Yeah, I have to lip sync the whole time. But if you look at the the card that we do already have for Clash at the Castle, it's a greatest hits at NXT, baby. I mean, as far as like the the contenders, it's like this whole I it seems like uh and I'm not I'm not against it by any means. It just seems like know. we're it sounds like you're it's like it's just NXT. Well, like, have, but, you watched, have you watched Wednesdays? Well, no, because that's the thing. It's like, well, I have, yes. Well, I have. But the thing with, like, the wrestling is different on the main roster than it was on NXT. Like, the presentation hasn't changed much. But, like, a lot of the the contenders for the belts and for a lot of things going on here are are, big names in NXT. And And I was thinking Clash of the Castle was kind of, even though SummerSlam was technically the first one under Triple H's reign, you know, he'd been there like a week. So this mm-hmm. is kind of like the first real mm-hmm. showing for what Triple H's like direction for main roster is going to go. And how interesting would it be though if we did get a few title changes and we, you do get maybe Shayna Baszler with like the women's title on SmackDown, or you do get Drew McIntyre back with like one of those fucking belts from Roman and stuff. And it's like NXT just invade. It's like a takeover NXT takeover WWE. But instead of it actually being an angle, it just like makes like almost an Austin Theory mad. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be well, should we just like... stick? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it's yeah, it'll be gun. interesting for sure. 
What? Should we just stick with uh, WWE, go over this card? That's what I think, and then Let's we'll switch it, over man. to NXT, or a- yeah. AEW. Same deal. Right. NXT so, 3.0, AEW. <laughs> Class at the Castle, this Saturday. Take over Cardiff. September what 3rd. Is what is that accent? I don't know, Boston? Duncan. <laughs> Take, yeah, so WWE, Cardiff. Um, we, the Class at the Castle. Go the Castle. Uh, yeah. Hey, is this at a, is it, is this at a castle? No, it's at a it's at a, a fucking giant stadium. I won't fucking be watching this shit, stadium. liars. I, I, yeah, that's there, a lie. There is a big castle in Cardiff, so yeah. wrestle in the castle or don't yeah. call it Clash at the Castle. Exactly, yeah. I agree. As a Welsh it's person, not in, it's not in the castle. It's at it. Yeah. Is it though? It's yeah, not. it's gonna be is near. That the, is the arena in the castle? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's only way in the castle. It is not far. It is like down the street. Well, let's call it clash down the street from the castle. Yes, I um, mean, it is one Welsh word's length away from the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the pro the promo packages show a ring outside the castle. I'm done. <laughs> we we got a Gunther versus Sheamus. This is gonna be a big boy. This is gonna be a red match. They're gonna this be match, red and not this, with blood. This match is gonna hurt in a very good way. I, I there was a build up for this so most excited. recent Friday, right? With uh, there was um the fucking Imperium dudes and uh, Sheamus's cronies of uh the Butch brawling and, brutes. Yeah, and and they all start brawling, right? But then you but in the background, but then you got Sheamus and uh, I'm gonna call him Walter. Staring each other down. And oh, it, don't fucking dead no. name him. Yeah. I feel like Walter's. I feel like the second I get Gunther yep, locked into memory, they're going to switch it back because it's bad. And so. Oh, no, bad. It's, it's his thing. grandpa's name. Did he choose Gunther? Yeah. He probably he didn't him. choose the name of the Nazi pilot, but. Or Nazi submarine captain, but he did choose Gunther. Also, so. like, like Walter, like his like actual name, like. There's gonna be some Nazis anyway. He goes, from yeah, with his life, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the plight of the German man, but uh, or Austrian, the, or Aust. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Just call Absolutely. him by his name. <laughs> Fine, Gunther and Seamus. That's gonna be a fucking meat slapping match. Can you remember like what two, three that years is a ago? Guy fucking match. It's like a couple years ago when it was like it came out that Seamus had that same like. Uh, spinal stenosis. spinal stenosis thing. We're like, oh, he's on borrowed time. Like, we got the bar. That's cool. This dude reinvented his fucking career in the in a couple of years where he's like such a like this weird like Irish fucking or yeah this brawler fucking gimmick is is kind of badass. No, and this match with Wal- Walter's Gunther is gonna be sick as hell. I've been in on Sheamus since the bar. Like, I think like I remember watching pay per views of these side and I'm like, who's this fucker? I just couldn't imagine that he would have such a resurgence post the bar on such mm-hmm. like what we understood as borrowed time. I got also... into him during like the Thunderdome era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when he. That's when he, he really stepped up. Like it. the stuff with him and Big E was like really fun. But uh, yeah. so yeah, that match is gonna be a banger. I think. I hope it has all the it has the recipe to be. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you is think uh, Guther's it... going to keep it? I say it's for the yeah. Intercontinental Championship? Yes. Which is that the one title? Has Seamus ever had the IC title? I think it's the one thing he's never gotten. That's the one he's missing. Could be a big night for him. Ooh. Um, then we got Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. 
<laughs> do you think do you think Riddle gets his name back? I mean, Matt? I think I think they're just like they're just gonna like you can call him Matt Riddle, you can but they're probably still just gonna stick with Riddle. Yeah. It's like not gonna be a bad thing if somebody's like that's Matt Riddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. I hope one day he just gets really into it and becomes the Riddler. Like the one uh, day he just becomes the... Matt. There's a no. fucking Seattle Mariners commentator during a game last night who could not remember that the Guardians are called the Guardians now and not their old team name and kept calling oh, them. Their is that Cleveland? Name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the whole game. And I was just like, God, stop it. It's like the, the Guardians is a bad name, though. It has I a mean, local route. It's not great, but it. I can see why they did it. It's a similar... It, Similar sounding word, and it yeah. has some kind of local significance. That it should have been done. called the Cleveland baseball team, just like Washington should have stayed the. Yo, Washington but Washington changed team. their fucking name to the Commanders, and it's stupid. So Don't talk about real team. sports on my fake sports show. It's not your show; it's our show. It's mine. Yeah. I'm taking it. I'm taking it all back. <laughs> I mean, wrestling uh, is my my fucking... wrestling is my sports show. Is what I mean, not this show. You uh, say. Fine, talk about baseball. Talk about no, no, I, let's talk about the Goonies. I watched I watched Spartacus earlier to this week. There's this there's a quote in it that said there's a time for fighting and there's a time for singing. What is that from? It's a sound clip. And I can't I figure know. it out. Oh, it, I, don't I don't I'll have to listen to the full Life Ruiner record to see if it's from that. Anyway, that was a tangent. I'm sorry. Are metal um, bands still Spartacus. doing no, are, now we have to. Are metal bands still doing that thing where they put in clips from movies? They're coming back. Oh, it's yeah. coming back. Coming back. God's hate. There's one, at least one every song that uh, he had to record himself so that he could get past the rights. It kind of, it kind of rocks. I used to go ham and eggs over songs like that. That shit was cool. Oh yeah, you love Kill Whitney Dead. I listen to that. I'm <laughs> waking the cadaver. Any of that fucking god awful shit. <laughs> Aviator had Mick Foley in a song, so that's badass. Yeah, there should be more wrestling promos and songs. Honestly, for an Art City Skyline record. I took a part of a Shawn Michaels promo. I also took a Bray Wyatt one, and I I kind of just changed it around, not even much, and mm-hmm. use them for lyrics for something. Oh, nice! Oh, that's kind of rad. You said, "I am the fiend. I am the fiend." <laughs> like I got sunny days ahead. Said <laughs> <laughs> sunny days ahead. You said <laughs> I lost my smile. Did you say that? No. It was it was from his feud with the Undertaker. You say fuck Bret Bret Hart? Do you say that? No, I said who's your daddy, Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick lyrics, honestly. Um. Anyway, Riddle versus Seth. I I mean, we've we've ad nauseum said we don't support Riddle, but it's gonna be a good match. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude, it's gonna be really good. And, and there's like um, I I've, I've been kind of interested in the the personal journey between Seth and. Uh, and Riddle seems to have been a tumultuous one as well. And so it's kind of, uh, I don't know, there's like the, the professional element of it is kind of cool to to know that they're going to, oh, well, I mean, we don't know yet, but it's probably going to be a fucking banger of a match. And yeah. uh, there's a lot like... of uh, animosity in the, in the past between them. So we'll, hopefully that translates to a couple stiff fucking arm shots, dude. Something AEW is trying to one-up them on. <laughs> Doing a pretty good job, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, we doing got a pretty good job of just having animosity in the locker room. Yeah, exactly. Right? Creating an uncomfortable yeah, the, work environment. The band animosity rocks. The band is there. Um, weed, band like that. Weed no, metal. Sang the weight. 
Yeah, dude. Fucking. Uh, band. Yeah, fucking Robbie Robertson's back there fucking hanging out. Animosity yeah. had a song that just had an urt, and it was the best. And a hat. It was it had the, oh, hat. Yeah, the gold the gold foil hat and the gold foil um uh gold foil hoodie was like everywhere. Like on yeah. this one song, it's just literally like a build up, like with Tom's and guitars like did it, get it. It's like dun 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 urt. That's it. <laughs> Sick. That's that's my kind of music. Oh yeah. Um it's fucking we've got... Train. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Okay, I was upset about her name change. Not upset, but I was like, that's a weird yeah, name. You're a nerd. Yeah, but then saying Dakota Sky and Io, Dakota Kai and Io Sky, that sounds sick. That fucking rocks. Also, she like she changed the spelling of her first name on purpose because okay. Americans are stupid. Yeah, right. It seems like the whole name change oh, is probably because everyone called her Io. Or low, because it'd be capital I. God, fucking dumb fucks. Um, Look, you can't blame us for being stupid. All right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm into it now. That's all I'm saying. EO Skyrocks. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I I feel like that with so many wrestling name changes where I'm like, I'll never get used to this. And like two weeks in, I'm like, that's kind of sick. This match has five incredible wrestlers. And then Austin. All, all NXT. <laughs> all NXT except for Alexa Bliss. Interesting enough. It was NXT. 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 Okay. Well, then fuck me, dude. Six people from NXT. That's what I, I was saying. Even, even furthering yeah, but, my point. But, like, isn't that, like, a point of NXT? Especially, like, when a majority of them were there was developmental for WWE to move them to the main roster. But we got so used to that not being the case that it feels like a massive division aside, aside from Ronda Rousey. Who else? But yeah, the, the, who else did they ever act like they really gave a shit about other than like fucking Bianca or not Bianca, uh, Bianca now, sort of, but like with Sasha and Bailey. Bianca, like since she got called up. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know about Women's that. division I, is all NXT. Fucking Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. I, I understand ruining, your ruining Oscar streak. Fan. You're fed bad. Look at Triple H is putting his NXT narrative, but like, like the women's division has just been NXT like since like it became not the Divas division. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No, that, like, I mean that's fair. The biggest stars are Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and 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 it's Bayley, been NXT and now Bianca. I think yeah. maybe Natty is like one of the only ones on the roster who what or was she? Was she in NXT? She was, no, she's pre NXT. That's a long. But then there. she also would, would went down and. Had that match with Charlotte. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, Just saying. I I think this match is gonna rock. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. And that's but the thing. Is it, I think what's it every for? match on this card is gonna rock. Just fun. For, Just for fun. Just a blood feud. Just angry at each other. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, we got Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. That'd be pretty um, interesting. I feel, I feel a little bad for Liv because it's like. She should have had a longer run. Well, she's not she's not losing here. Yeah. But it's like I feel bad because it's like they put her in a position where like she was like and Becky even called this out in their feud with her. It's like the moment she reaches the top, like you guys are gonna fucking start booing her and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's true because the fans are fickle. That's just the fucking nature of the beast. Is it cause they like didn't she like stutter in a promo? Why did they boo? Oh, because of the cheating. The cheating. Or not the the told the Ronda match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of a sneaky that's victory. That's why they're booing her. Yeah, and then like they like what they're what they also are doing is they're doing exactly what they should have with Ronda, which mm-hmm. is in turn 
now hurting um it's hurting Liv Morgan because um they are um booking Ronda now like kind of like a badass like not a healer face she's not crying she's not smiling it's like she's not like having these weird promos where she says some odd things about millennials um <laughs> it's just like she's like beating up like security geeks and like doing shit like that's like oh this is what you should have done with them from the beginning and people are kind of getting into it yeah that and that rocks well and they've painted live to be this kind of like the like plucky underdog who's like rise rises to the top because of her sheer passion for the industry but it's like well that's cool and all but then you start putting her in matches with badass competitors like Shayna baszler you have an she uphill to, battle yeah where there's like some she has to like be a little underhanded but that's not a good baby face thing exactly like, yeah. because so, there's just not a believable story where they go together combat just fist to fist and and the, the toughest one dukes it out because Shayna baszler is clearly so much more experienced that way do you think this is gonna have the same finish as the ronda match or a similar no. one no my maybe opinion no some... oh. oh. i was gonna say maybe something similar but can't be the same i is to there... be honest i think Shayna takes it too i don't see i don't see live unless there's intervention outside of the match in my head but to be honest i haven't been following that closely so maybe they're building something that i just i don't i'm not aware of and shane has been losing since she got on the roster she's not booked as there are nxt badass yeah they're building her now they need to rebuild her a lot so maybe she should lose and then have to climb the mountain become the champion and then her and ronda fight at fucking Right. I mean, the story. There's many ways, I guess, to tell a story. But if it's if she if she loses clean to live, I think it makes it more difficult. It sets her back farther to climb to the top. It does, but also I think there's going to be a draft soon. Oh, you just you just restart. That's true. You just restart her. Like you, I think one loss to her now isn't that devastating because she's already been losing. And then you Mm -hmm. do a draft and you just rebooter like basically at that point yeah and i mean really i mean depending again on the match like a victory against Shayna for live could be huge it yep. could be yeah. huge exactly. it could really help exactly. solidify her as a, a you know a, a legit competitor which is cool did they ever wrestle in nxt no they I'm, were like not to, on the same level yeah they were kind of to think about their chemistry in the that's kind of what i'm thinking Liv too, wasn't a good wrestler before she got called up and she was barely there she was yeah. barely in nxt like and yeah. she's barely on tv especially so i'm just I, I i just hope it's good because i mean remember that the Shayna fucking mia yim, mia yim match like where it should have been really good and it wasn't yeah, yeah. i think this is different i think this will be yeah. good yeah um i agree agree Cool. Re, 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 re. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Undisputed WWE Championship. I like I like little fucking stinker Drew. I like it just a little 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 sass man. Fucking Bugs Bunny Drew. Yeah, dude. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he really does have like a little sneaky little shit vibe about him, and I kind of like it. I I do like it, like when he is less of like the the Scottish brute or whatever, and he's just like he's kind of silly. He has so much charisma, and when he's just being the big badass, it's like that all goes away. It it kind of goes to show too. If they make you haul around a big ass sword, <laughs> kind of makes it seem like you're not as cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, did did he buy that from Vince? Did well, Vince not want it back? It, it's a fake sword. But don't it say still that. Was it... Don't say that. It could still chop your head off. Okay. It's a nerf sword. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just a fucking badass LARP sword. Um, I don't know. I hope this match is good. I always hope for the best with Roman Reigns. Do you think matches. Roman's losing one of those belties? So, like, there's so much that can go on. And that's like what, like they they need to get one of them off of Roman. Mm-hmm. They need to. Um, kind of looks and, like. Oh, and yeah. then theory, like he can potentially cash in. Oh. There's a lot that can happen. We yeah. also have this in, this new injection into the the bloodline of Sami Zayn. Yeah, too. I would. I love it. But, you, but that has so, to play a role in the, in whatever's going to happen here. None of my uh, podcasts have uh, have done their SmackDown recap yet. So can you please explain? Explain. Give me. Give me the. Give me the notes. What happened? So he's been like calling himself the honorary Oost for a while, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and being like trying to like hang on with like the Usos and um, Roman Sammy, Reigns. Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn's yeah. trying to do that, and like it started kind of like backstage, like he was talking with Heyman, but now Heyman's been gone. But so last week when they're in Toronto, because uh, Usos can't get into Canada, DUIs will stop that. Oh, um, <laughs> wow! I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, so wait, both of them? Well, they wouldn't just send one, I guess. Yeah. Probably, yeah. And so like last week, like they, um, Roman and Sammy like sat down and were talking, and like Roman's like all in on it. It's like getting almost like into rock and sock territory. Okay, okay. Which is, it's just really fun. And then it's like, they, he helped to beat down Drew, and like, there's a picture of him, like, they're all doing like, we the ones pose. And it's just... <laughs> it's so I don't funny. Know, it's, Sammy's shirt is like, half like, stretched off of him. It's kind of like, poking out from behind the back. Like, it's one, so good. One of the Did Usos you... is on board, and the other is not. Yeah. Which is yeah. like, fun too. Yeah, Jay Uso's like, no. And he's being real mean. And Jimmy Uso and Sami Zayn, have a secret handshake that's like all you know oh, a million different yeah. things like they're on fucking parent trap but what hell i was yeah. kind of wondering is is if this the seeds are being planted that they they're doing this this match uh drew looks like he's gonna beat roman sammy Zayn comes down to help him out and then uh i mean sammy the Usos still... are definitely gonna come down to try to help something out but i guess what mm-hmm. i'm wondering is are they is the end goal of this get a belt on drew set up a promo for drew and sammy because I mean, Sammy just lost clean on Friday. So you don't think they're going to be using this to maybe put Sammy in a position of being pushed for a a title match against Drew? So I have some thoughts about where I think it might go, and it's not yeah. there. Hit me with your speculation, because so like, him and yeah. Kevin are friends again. Yeah, it's, it would mostly be um, honestly. I think Kevin and Sammy winning the tag titles off the Usos. Oh, it's going to okay. end in the vat. You think it's more of a tag team angle than a. Yeah. yeah, Sammy, Sammy solo angle. Okay, I get that. That makes sense. Because honestly, they they need somebody to take those fucking belts up. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> they've just they've destroyed that division. So me? Should yeah. I do it? Yeah. Yeah. Can I come? Okay. I'll no. take them both. I'll beat them both. Well, no, you have to have a partner. Isai, pick Isai, pick one of us. Or not not Isai. I'm sorry. No, you don't. Isai. No, Matt, we got another plans for you. Don't worry. <sighs> Fine. Um, Oster, Oster, who's your tag team partner between the three of us? Uh, Craig. Fuck. Shit. Good Craig. choice. Shit. He's he's honestly dependable. The, the, the weird, weird dog fox. He's, he's a good hand. 
Yeah. yeah bear dog fox. That's yeah, that's pretty good. Choice. Classic, classic. Um, did you also see the picture that someone photoshopped of like the Usos and Roman Reigns like as kids, not kids, but like teens? Yeah. Like, and then they photoshopped Sami Zayn into it as a teen. It's yeah, I've always been friends. Also, like, like it's just always funny seeing like like them like looking so young because it's like you see like Roman, it's like oh that's the same guy, but it's like he looks so funny as a kid. I don't do know. You see that? Is. Do you see that picture? And you can smell the Axe body spray. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, you, no, no, no. Uh, the brute aftershave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wikipedia could be wrong on this, but this says with Paul Heyman. Oh, Paul, show yeah. back up because he kind of okay. Like... Paulie. Yeah. Paulie. Are there any Heyman. other? That's so. I mean, that's the card. Yeah. Are there any surprises? Right. I mean, it feels like I, there's got to be a couple little tricks up the sleeve to get it people yapping. You're right. I think we have uh, Gargano theory probably. Gargano theory would be good. Ooh, that would be really fun. Because they instead of building them coming together, uh, Johnny super kicked him, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because I mean, Austin Theory, I, I which I like, uh, you know, for his character. Again, not a fan of the dude by any stretch of the imagination, but I like that he's kind of cornered now of being like, you know, the "Who's Your Daddy" thing is huge right now for him because it's just like he was Vince's project; he was his pet right mm-hmm. before he left. And so he's still saddled with this, like think of being like, you're the fucking guy to, to you're, you're the guy to beat down right now. And, and uh, I think that's a, a fun place for him, but it would be, yeah, him and Johnny would be great. Uh, Ricochet has been on a winning streak. Hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, they could, I mean, and they could throw Ricochet. Is that a program or was that just a match? Ricochet and Corbin. <laughs> it's been a bit of a program. They could throw that on here, but we they could just we still got TV. There's yeah, there's Monday and Friday. That's so. true. We have a whole week. That's true. And I mean, what if uh, what if some Brits come up? Yeah, right. And we're going to Cardiff, so that would make sense. That would make oh, sense. Have, have like Tyler have have Mustache Wait, Mountain in there. Where where is Cla- Where is the 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 NX the UK one? Where's that? It's, at? Go- it's gonna be in Orlando. Uh, okay, so no, <laughs> there's also, not going to be any Brits also, from the same show. The guys from Wales they just released. Oh, okay, so wait, NXT Europe is going to be shot in Orlando. Oh, well, so no, the NXT UK guys that are still with the company are in Orlando now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, I see. I thought, yeah, I thought you meant like the the rebrand that they're doing for Europe. No, that, that's in, in 2023. The oh, okay, and I think um, it's going to be more touring. And we, I mean, we already do have Walter on the card, so we have our fucking, we have our EU oh, man. also like um, and Sheamus. Butch is probably going to be and there doing some stuff. That's true, dude. We're loaded with fucking Europeans. Yeah. Who's a peeing? Speaking I'm of that, I got to go pee. You're a Russian to the bathroom. that. And so, um... I'm a little piss, man. Okay. All right, get out of here. <laughs> oh, piss boy. <laughs> um, so, uh, that's Clash. And so then... Next day, the next the very day, twenty four hours later, not even. We got oh, we got a show. It is all out Chicago, and so let's preface. There's been some happenings in the AEW uh, solar system. There's been some happenings, to say the least. Absolutely, and all of it um, seems to be around 
a very po- popular Chicago native. Yep. It is around Colt Cabana. <laughs> kind I, of. Yeah. Cousin, so, what... the actor Brian Stack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would recognize from Conan clips from the 90s because he was one of Conan's like main people. Talking about famous people from Chicago? Yeah, my cousin, Brian Stack. Nice, dude. Um, uh, <laughs> well, we'll start with the first person that had some heat. Is a now a now canceled all out match. Eddie Kingston apparently got into it with Sammy Guevara. Oh, they took that match off the card. Yeah, that match didn't oh, happen, of course. And apparently, it's because Sammy called him fat, which I was like, "Dude, I get it. I get in it." In a promo, in a promo, but also like. It feels to me like there's something else there because 100%. Kingston's weight has been the thing that everyone uses against him in promos. So it's like, you must just not like Sammy Guevara, which I could also understand. Apparently he's very difficult to work with from a lot of people. And... Uh, which one, Eddie or, or Sammy? Sammy. Hmm. And mean, then Eddie, Eddie like was like, both, yeah, actually. I was like, yeah. <gasps> Eddie was just like, yo, I was wrong. Like I shouldn't have done that. But like, yeah, yeah, I think it was a lot building to something. Yeah, and apparently, right. like Sam was kind of a little shit about it. I'm all, I am all for fucking talking shit on Sammy Guevara. By the way, yeah, I want. Well, the thing is, like, he's so young and he is really talented that it's like you. I want to see him on a good course. I would love to be able to see, see Sammy Guevara keep growing as a even, as an entertainer. Even before like his shit came out with the Sasha stuff, I always I just disliked yeah. him. Yeah, he's got a punchable face. Well, him and Ty online too have like I'm like both of you I liked bef- way more before you guys just got together and made your whole thing just being together. It's like it just feels like they, and it's cool for them. I mean, be young, be in love. I love that. You know, happy for you. But it's like if you now that that's your gimmick. It's like oh, it's really not. It's it's not doing too many favors for you on TV as far as like being an in ring competitor. Well, he's also just a trash bag human. So, kind of seems. Kind of seems. Oh no, you know that he made some really off-color remarks about like Sasha Banks, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He went to sensitivity okay. training. No, I know that. No, yeah, I don't okay. think he's a. I, I want to make great... sure because I know <laughs> yeah. sometimes uh, you yeah, say some... kind of on the fringe of some of these things, and it's very nice, probably for you. I'm not always in, but then I do get in situations where I'm like, "This guy's great," and people are like, "Well, except for all the yeah. wife beating," and it's like, "Okay." Yeah, but and like... that's why. That's why I wasn't like I was. No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. I think it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting. But it's also that thing of like, I want better for like any of these people. And so it's like, and I do not think going to sensitivity training is like the answer like that. But I do think he's still a young enough, just human being to understand that you can, what he said was disgusting, but it's also not completely damning of him as a, a person to me. It's like you're you're young and you said some stupid shit. Yeah, but he's it, young, it's all, dumb, full come. But it's on you to actually enact being a better person and taking it to heart when people spend their time to be like, you know, you got to fucking learn. And it, if you don't learn, that's on you. But it seems like he's just in, in general just being more of like an annoying shit bag than like an actual like trash bag of a human. So I don't I know. I think he's a trash bag. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He seems to think he's better than people. Well, that's um, a lot. The, that's a lot of what it is. And he's not. That's the thing, though. Like he if AEW is going to be around for a while, which it might be, um, he's one of the, the folks that is is going to be carrying that, you know, unless he decides to go elsewhere, which anyone could do. But as long as he's with AEW, like he's pretty locked in as, as far as being a. I don't know, like a, a torchbearer for them. Mainstay. 
a mainstay. Yeah. And so I just want better for him for the for the sake of the show and for the sake of the people that he's going to be wrestling on TV. Just be a better person. Yeah. But, um, but between him and CM Punk, yeah, it seems like people are getting pretty upset. Yeah, just backstage. put them in a match together. Just a shoot fight. Yeah. It would uh, be probably okay. Honestly, okay not, ba- not a bad match. While I was, like both while of their was, matches are. While I was uh, using the the restroom, did you talk about Mox beating Punk? We have yeah. not. We just were okay. starting on the. Uh, we mostly stuff. talked about my cousin Brian Stack. <laughs> okay, <laughs> do that. You the ho- the, the writer of Hotel Transylvania. Dude, I'm I about. Why do you have more pictures of this little baby? This big baby with the fucking football walking around like an adult. <laughs> a big baby. Um, this big baby with a briefcase going to a job like an adult. Yeah, boss baby. Five oh, action. Yeah. Um, and so there's honest. other like stuff that's kind of going on like in AEW as far as backstage. Before we get to like the real big stuff, everyone um, hates Thunder Rosa. Yeah, Thunder Rosa is just like really apparently like kind of grading backstage. Her and Britt Baker aren't getting along. Um, they've gotten into like shoot confrontations, um, especially after Thunder Rosa like broke her nose, uh, broke Jamie Hader's nose. Mm. So there's just a lot that's going on with that. Um, and then apparently, just like there's just been kind of like lack of communication and a bunch of other things that are being reported. That it's like, not, you know, it's like they're getting they've been a company now for a few years, and now like everybody at first, it's like all you know, fucking happiness and rainbows and bad fed and Vince sucks. But now it's like we see the other side is what's kind of growing and has a buzz. AEW's going through their growing pains, which was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, have any Cameron's of you worked, there, Boner's there. Any of you worked for like company that's like less than 10 years old? Because it's, it's a, it's fucking awful at times. I'm working for one actively right now and it is fucking awful at times. Yeah, I'm. I, I got a job interview like Monday that of a place that just opened, and I'm. I'm a little worried. Like <laughs> you know, place? like there, there's yeah. really there's really cool parts about it, but just like sometimes, like especially if, depending on the kind of place you work for, you know, like I one of my previous jobs was a pretty young company, and it was just like, oh, you know, checks and balances here. Like the CEO also is HR and like shit like that. Like. And it's kind of like, um, I mean, granted, yeah, we, and what we've been saying from all along is that one of the things they're suffering from is all the promises they made ahead of time and, and making good on those. But also, like, the game that Tony Khan would t- talk about, this vision for a wrestling company, has been more and more, the light has been shown on that he had a vision for a couple storylines. I don't <laughs> think he had a, a, comp- a vision for an entire wrestling company. And then you get people who are injured, and then you get people who won't work together, and then you get, like, all kinds of shit, and he... And, he put positioned himself to kind of be the the single filter, the Vince McMahon of AEW, and not <clears throat> saying it's a, it's a great credit to Vince McMahon, but it kind of does show like if you're gonna be the one guy that the show's written for, most people are gonna burn the fuck out with being in that position. You need to have a team around you, and like it seems like Tony just. It, it, the team around him is the other performers who are well, also just... politicking for a spot. The team just got installed, basically, and it's way too late because all these issues had already started. Like, I accidentally listened to the episode of like the AEW podcast. Tony Schiavone just like detailed his new role and stuff because it just auto played, and my phone was in the other room. So, but then once it started, I just listened to it, and it was actually like, oh, you can hear it in Tony's voice. He saw these issues happening. Mm -hmm. 
he and he set and he pitched this new role for himself, like to to, to Tony, and said like Tony and uh, Tony to Tony Khan, yeah, to Tony and Tony, 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 Tony. They need a third. <laughs> Tony Storm needs to get involved. <laughs> Tony, 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 Tony. What's Tony Shivani's new position? Um, he is basically like part of talent relations now. Okay, yeah. cool. And then they also brought in Madison Rain to you know work with the women. Like they're they're doing stuff. This is like, oh, this is too late. And you can hear it in Tony's voice of him going, in Tony Schiavone's voice of him going like, oh, he's tired because he's like walking into a huge, like a big mess. Because they had to have this big meeting backstage, right? That's kind of been the news coming out this week is this big backstage meeting around working together as a team, Uh, you know, where Kenny and the Bucks. CM Punk led it. I don't think CM Punk. Probably about like, please stop talking to Dave Meltzer and Sean Ross Sapp. Like, yeah, exactly. It, it seemed like that was part of it. Like, quit leaking shit. Exactly. Because, like, and it wasn't box. like, hey, it wasn't like, hey, this is our plan for working together better. It's more like, hey, stop telling on us. Yeah, and like, apparently, like, the Bucks and Kenny were like, our doors are always open. Come and talk to us. Apparently, like Kenny Omega was a little harsh to a lot of people. I heard. And apparently, like, uh, and this is just all you know, just hearsay from the dirt sheet writers. The people were just like, oh, that's kind of shitty. Um. Like, I don't. Oh, rah, I don't rah. think it is. If Kenny's a little harsh, I think sometimes people need harshness. I yeah, agree. I, I will say, like, especially for some of the people who um, maybe have been there a while, it's like, it's, like, look at a guy like a Colt Cabana, like, who who was on, <laughs> who was like, fucked by the company because of CM yeah. Punk. Yeah, and it's like for the pandemic, it's like guys like him and say whatever the fuck you want about Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. They were there every fucking show clapping and cheering and wrestling at three in the fucking morning for this company. And now like they bring in all these bad guys and they're just like, Hey, fuck you. See ya. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the other thing too. like, notice for nothing like, loser for a company like, yeah, a company that's new, a company that's establishing itself. One of the things they have to do because like, it's not just like Tony Khan has a, a pocket full of his dad's cash that he can throw around. There's other people that are, you're beholden to there's other people who that 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 money belongs to other people too and so you have to make good on other people's investments and i think that's the thing that tony khan it's a little too a little too little too late right now of, of being like you know correcting the the ship where it's like they are getting viewers like people are watching the show still like right wasn't that the thing when they launched their the the goal that the turner network had for them was at least five hundred thousand per show and they're they're exceeding over that every week but on one of the people. shows, they aren't. Well, oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot there was even a second one. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. But uh, there's a, uh, I don't know. It, th- there's a lot that it seems like it's out of Tony Khan's hands as far as bringing in these big Fed guys, as far as bringing in these big names because they need to get viewers on there and people keep getting injured. But it's this thing of like you can't keep digging yourself out of a hole. Like you have to. You have to start using what you have, and you have to start building it. And hopefully, that's the direction they're going. Because I do want AEW to be around a long time. They're gonna be around. It just depends on where, and and how good it is. Yeah, and it's like they, for the longest time, it was super easy for them, especially because they were the hot promotion, and WWE wasn't signing like certain types of guys, and didn't give mm-hmm. a shit after a certain point about that. And now, uh, and like they just fired everybody. Um, but now, right. like Triple H is right now he's the cool guy. He's the new, like hip guy in town. Where you know, 
and he's got that fucking WWE. It's like we're pushing Ricochet, we're doing this. Where's wrestling again? We can say wrestling, and like that's like now the cool spot right now is for whatever reason the Fed, and so like they can't just like bring in any like random person. Be like, look what we got now, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, and just like push them out there to get that pop or you know announce big news because like like what are they gonna do? Announce another fucking title? Um, right? Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah, and and but for the they last don't got year, some... tricks to kind of like bump up like uh the public perception and feeling about him right now they gotta get Shaq back on the show (laughs) yeah and mike tyson get a couple more celebs in there but uh, yeah there's like get john cena from wipeout dude that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's what we need to get some viewers that's what we need to move the needle not even wrestle just come up there and shill something put but like nicole byer on commentary that would honestly probably be great get jr (laughs) the fuck out of there (laughs) but yeah i know because that's the thing it's like you kind of had two years to cement yourself as this place that you could be any kind of wrestler, any kind of size, any kind of character and, and tell your story. Like you promised, you had a couple of years to do that. Now the landscape has changed again, where the predictability of what a Vince McMahon run WWE looks like is now completely up in the air. And now you can maybe be a guy or uh, of like, you can be a performer. You can be any performer of a different size or whatever, and maybe be able to tell your story on another big company that's not just AEW. And they had a couple years to cement themselves as the place to do it, and they didn't, because it yeah. seems like they were always chasing a big, quick pop. Cheap, mm-hmm. cheap They're always pop. chasing CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. they're always... Yeah. So, so some big thing to get people talking, some big thing to get investors excited, some big thing, but it, they didn't build anything. I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Khan accidentally let it slip that like his only goal for the company was to re- get CM Punk. <laughs> and that's why it's been so shitty since then is because he achieved his one goal and now he's lost like yeah. i wouldn't be like yeah. if you accidentally let it slip out in a press conference <laughs> well and cm punk when he came in even there was this thing of like i want to be the guy who ushers in this this world for the the younger talent and then we've immediately seen that be the exact opposite yep and so it's like even the promises that you made charles montgomery mm. chick magnet even the promises you made that that you at least had some fucking agency over keeping, you're not keeping because you're being petty about something Paige said months ago. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not you're Paige, not a, yeah. the you're not the <laughs> you're, you're not the grown up that like you know you say you are. You're over here holding little grudges over like some perceived slight that Hangman Page said to you months ago. <laughs> You're yeah, not the no. big grown-up that you say you are is kind of the CM Punk story. So <laughs> It really is, yeah. though. It, and it's like every single wrestling fan was excited for CM Punk to come to this show, but it's like... Included, I'm not a CM Punk fan. Yeah, I, I was excited. I, I missed I so the CM excited. Punk boat entirely, mm-hmm. and I was still excited. But, yeah, CM Punk's oh, yeah. a big, dumb baby, and anyone who support, so- who's coming to CM Punk's defense is a big, dumb baby, Bryson. Yeah, he's not gonna see it, Bryson. Um, yeah, yeah. This was like, and the thing is, like, I I love Punk the wrestler. Um, I love Punk like on his promos. I think he's mm-hmm. very fucking good. Mm-hmm. Just the more I learn about Phil, the more I'm like, ah, I don't know if I like him. Yeah. yeah. This is a quote from Freddie Prince Jr., former WWE <laughs> writer, wrestling with Freddie, um, and um, also a star of Scooby Doo. Yeah, that is true. Twentieth anniversary or something. And so, um. He's just talking about punk. 
He said he wasn't love the WWE. Not all of it was his fault. Punk apparently just kind of hated Cena and like what he represented and that that fact that like, that's what the company was behind. And then apparently um, Hunter told Freddie Prince, it's like, um, as different as they are, the reason that he hates John so much is because he, he knows if he was in the same spot, he would act the same way. Ooh, he would whoa. be that. And, I, and wow. I think it's starting to be true because it's just like, like, especially if like some of the things about him saying that he wouldn't put over Hangman, um, like, and he's you know kind of politicking and stuff. That's John Cena and the like the the mm-hmm. Ox, you yeah. Know? And it's just mm-hmm. extra. It makes your eyes roll extra hard when it's coming from CM Punk. When it's coming yeah. from the guy whose whole fucking ethos, the, the most famous thing about the man, this fucking pipe bomb, is all about not being that. And now, here we are. Look at, so I mean, look at, basically look at his namesake. Look at all the old punk dudes that were like political, like, you know, like radical, like radical back in their day who are now like just the establishment. The dude Mm -hmm. who wrote Nazi punks fuck off basically being a Nazi now. Yeah. And like. Jello Biafra? Yep. Is he not? What? I have to look into this. He's right wing as fuck. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Or someone from the Dead Kennedys is. Oh, it it is, might not it, be him. I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm not aware. Or he's mad at the other guy. It's one or the two. But I know yeah. that the Dead Kennedys exist outside of Jello Biafra now. I don't know which ones. <laughs> I'll have to look into it. That's interesting. But uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. CM I mean, Punk, that's, yeah. yeah. The, the namesake, the, 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 the anti-establishment, the DIY nature of all of it. And it's just like, now, now what does that stand for? Company man? Punk? Also, also, just like. Going like, going into business for himself like against Paige to make Paige look bad. Yeah. Shitty. The future like, of the company. It it's really like, means you don't care about this company. No, Paige, I mean, Paige needs to get to WWE stat. Well, and especially because from what I gathered, and I, I think people are still piecing together, it is something that <clears throat> it didn't even seem that consequential that Paige, when they were when Hangman Page and, and Punk were going through their program a couple months ago, Hangman Page had said something in a promo about like Basically, you're not a locker room leader. Like, that's what he said. And Punk has held on to it so long that it, it means it's true, dude. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're if you're getting if you're still being a little baby about this, it means he he fucking struck a chord on something that's true. Because well, none of us Punk remember is, it. I don't remember it as Punk's far as like a the, line. Punk's one of the most bitter human beings in the world. Exactly. And he's trying. And that's like the funny thing is. Yeah, that was the first thing they used against him when he came back as the happy to be here guy. People are like, we don't want this. We don't want this. Even though the crowd fucking wanted it so bad for like a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the SNL host of AEW. Uh-huh. But now it's like, oh, the SNL host is also a fucking dick who doesn't want younger, you know, who would rather. Dice Clay. The Andrew Dice Clay, dude. I don't even well, know. And it's, it's boom, interesting boom, because AEW's fans are more informed than WWE fans. So, like, how much of them are going to, like, turn on Punk, you know? Um, There's going to be some. I mean, I think also, too, a lot of them are like, it's a work, it's a work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, even if it, if, if that's the case, if we're if it's a work and we're all getting work, what a stupid fucking it's story. It's a shitty work. It's a shitty yeah. work. Because this is, like, the how many, like, different, like, variation of, like, backstage politics and the company's not pushing this person do we need because like mjf did that ethan page just did that there's this one here like kip sabian's been like wearing a like a fucking cardboard box like mask because like he's undesirable it's like this is like 
apparently in story in like the the fake world, apparently the company is just shitty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In exactly. that company sucks, and especially like they forgot about Kip Sabian. Like he started doing that gimmick, and then <laughs> no one's done anything. He's just sitting in they the crowd. Just did for something. Months. They just did something Wednesday. Well, right. and there's been no there's been no follow up to your point about like the MJF thing, where it's like his whole MJF's like quote unquote pipe bomb was all. Tony Khan sucks to work for, and then you do nothing to follow to follow up with that. Even yeah. if you don't even have MJF in the story to follow up with, not being a shitty guy to work for, it's just like that's what we're left with, dude. And yeah. is this idea stemming from the screw job? Like, oh, well, the, the hype, ori- the originally, hype, yeah, yeah, like the hype of the screw job. I don't the Montreal screw job. I think, I, I think, I think it's just, it's just weird. Yeah, it's, it's it's not like purposefully falling on that, but then it, it you get those like old storylines like this go back to the screw job in right. a way. So yeah, it's but now we're like, in this yeah go we're in this out. position where where we're a week out from All Out, one of their biggest shows of the year, and we don't have a title match. Like we don't have. So assuming they're probably just going to do it, they're going to run it back. Is what I'm assuming is that CM Punk is going to fight Moxley again. Yeah. But it's like, because the, yeah. And oh, yeah, should, CM, uh, or so let's Moxley talk about, beat CM Punk on Wednesday. Right, because on, so like on Wednesday, minutes. yeah, there was a, a the, the, the big thing they were building is saying that it's going to be the unification match between Moxley and Punk. It's, it's going, you know, it's, it's, it, I, they started the, the build for that match. Like, it's coming up next with an hour left of the show to go. And so I was like, all right, man, they're going to give this some time. It's going like to be real cool. They're going fucking Broadway. Yeah, exactly. Like they're gonna run the fucking light, dude. That's awesome. Like half hour here, half hour for like the trios match. This will be fun. Three minutes. Moxley just like puts him down. CM Punk uh, throws a, an insecurity at some point. Sells his foot injury. A, a Zach's favorite roundhouse kick. <laughs> the front facing. God. But like no, uh, Zach just notably hates CM Punk's kicks. <laughs> well, well, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish has been on social media just like. Put it like posting videos of him throwing real kicks in like the dojo and shit all week and going. It turns out pro rest, some pro wrestlers can throw real kicks. Yeah, and also Bryson, stop, stop defending CM Punk about that too. His kicks suck, and so do yours. Kicks, su- his kicks fucking suck. Yeah, well, and, even I mean, his shins would agree. Had like professional MMA fights. Yeah, <laughs> he knows how to kick. Yeah, he and knows I how to actually. Would kick. love to see him kick you in the face, Bryson. One of the I things was he, he, like. Punk? Posted like a, a one of video of one of Punk's kicks and it was just like there's just laughter underneath it. <laughs> that I, I don't love I don't like Bobby Fish, but that's funny. Same. That rocks. It's really good. Yeah, the only thing that guy can kick is COVID without a vaccine, right? Yeah, but uh, he doesn't need the vaccine because he's that strong at kicking. But yeah, the um, so yeah, that that was the whole story. And then Moxley, you know, cuts us backstage saying, "I'm like, oh, that's not how you thought it was gonna go. Too damn bad. Too goddamn bad." And then, like, Turner Network's like, stop cussing on TV. So what happened is that Punk wasn't ready to go in a real match, and Tony Khan couldn't wait any longer. So he's like, oh, well, just throw him out there, let him lose real quick. Yeah, and I think it's to pop a rating, but also then It's 100% to pop a rating, because it Get a buzz, and then it's like, I think also part of it's like, give Mox a little bit of his flowers before, like, they have Punk win. You think, in Chicago. Uh, yeah, Punk's gonna win. God, I don't want him to win. 
I hope I hope he just I hope he just turns heel. I really well, thing, hope. I think and I I have to imagine I hope he just he, his career's over. <laughs> well, I have to imagine he is They got to get Mickey Gall there. Aware enough. As much as he's an ego-driven individual like a lot of wrestlers are, CM Punk probably more so than many. I think he has to see the writing on the wall that him as a good guy just ain't going to fucking work much longer. It'll work in Chicago. People will go nuts for him. Outside it'll, of that, it'll work with Tony telling like just cranking his hog all day but it's like well and he has this thing too the thing about cm punk that i thought was also like it makes you so because one this guy's like fucking 40 basically right and he's doing this thing where his his way of saving face is like if someone has a problem with me come talk to me don't go talk to the fucking Meltzer. don't go talk to the dirt shits come dirt shits don't (laughs) don't talk to any of them come to me dude dirt shits when you have like little crumbly poops it's like yeah. the dumbest thing for someone in a position like CM Punk to say of just yeah, like, like, it's like, what go are you going to say when it's I come like he, to you? Right. It's like, he's not the boss, but at the same time, like he is the boss's best fucking friend. So he's like not the boss or, of me now and he's not so big. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Dude. Sharpshooter. But um, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's just this like, it's so silly and it's, it's really frustrating. So the idea of him becoming the unified champ, taking it off of Moxley, I wonder I wonder how it's going to go. He has to he has to be a bad guy or else it's just like I'm not even going to tune in to watch. I don't Well, the thing is they're going to be in Chicago. He's going to be a good guy. Exactly. He's going to he's going to win it there and then what I hope happens is that he does some sort of I don't know. It would be fun if Hangman came out and was and they 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 did make an angle out of it and he just turned straight I, I heel have, on Hangman, but I don't I know. have an idea of what uh, what might happen with Hanger. What do you think is going on with Hanger? Um well they're doing another match that's going to be on All Out. It's the finals for the Trios tournament. Yeah, I was looking at this tournament, and I'm mad. Yeah, so right now, the teams that are left are the Bucks and Kenny, and then uh, Aussie Open and Will Ospreay. That's one side. Mm-hmm. And then the other side is Best Friends and the Dark Order. Um, Hangman Page oh. told the Young Bucks, no, I'm going to be in the corner of these guys. And... I think one of them's going to end up injured. Hangard's going to have to fill in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like Hangman and like probably the Beaver Boys versus. Uh, why'd you laugh at the Beaver Boys? I don't know. It just might make me think of Tim and Eric. <laughs> uh, versus the like versus the Elite. Yeah, I think that's how, that, that's, that's how you make that match big. That no offense cool. to to Dustin Gregg and Hot Boy Jim. Yeah, like having them fight. The elite, well, it'd be fun, but like that wouldn't be a big fight yeah. for you. This, so I is, I, this is why I am upset. You say your thing first, Matt. Oh no, no, no! I it's not. I I just I didn't even see it, but I saw on being the elite there was kind of a funny thing where Hangman Page was talking with the, the kind of backstage hyping up the Dark Order. Someone kicks in the door and it's like, "Hey, hey, Page! Uh, CM Punk's out in the ring calling you out right now," and he's just like, "Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> yeah. Get out of the roof!" I thought that was funny. I, so. I think it's funny that he's playing into it a little bit. What were you saying, yeah. Derek? So, the Young Bucks rock. Um, Kenny rocks. It's This is a great way to bring him back. But, man, I wish the finals were Death Triangle and House of Black. One of those two teams should have been the trios guys. Both eliminated. I know. First. First round. Yeah. Yeah. The... But that, like, I don't know. It's like, if you're... But I guess... Then it, one of them can beat them, and that's cool. But it's just the way. Like, oh my god, the way fucking. I love the I Young won't. Bucks, but it's like they don't need every title. 
the way that the death triangle lost was so shitty. Well, yeah, after they lost. Kip well, Sabian came back. Came back, and when like, Pac was fucking after he just did that beautiful moonsault too off the like uh, yeah. that Io Shirai moonsault off the like the post of the ring to the outside, and then they get distracted by Kip Sabian, fake Kip Sabian. Yeah, it was some. And it was then some Vince apparently Russo the shit. ref was just fucking turned around for six years. Yeah, dude. Sometimes you gotta pee in a bottle, and that's what he was doing, I guess. No, it was like yeah, it was like really like being attentive to Ray Phoenix or something. Yeah, it was I really mean, dumb. Trying to kiss him. It was really dumb. It was really really stupid. No, that's what Mox does. But I I like the idea of that I like the idea of Hangman Page being against the Elite with yeah. the, with the Dark Order. I think you like, you have to like you have like to. like I, the best friends rock, but that's not a that's not a finals match. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. I wonder, okay, so yeah, maybe we should just go into the card for for what we have for all out. Even though there's yeah, still I was a week getting there. Well, no, because I was gonna speculate some more, but it's probably worth it just to to go, get into the card. Yeah. Um. And after saying everything we've said, honestly, it looks like a fun card. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. <laughs> we've got a uh, Jade Cargill versus Athena. Uh. Does it doesn't Athena make take sense. It? No. No. Okay. This match doesn't make sense because Jade's already beat her. Yeah. Well, it's the women's division. It's a fart. And they're talking shit on and now they're they're talking shit on Twitter now. So they pop, consider it popped back in the microwave. That that angle. Yeah. As uh, much as I want Athena to win and be this badass champion, it's Tony Khan. You know, I any of the the women's division over in AEW, like I said, it really feels like a lot of an afterthought. Unless your name is Britt Baker. Yeah. We got Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, match they, of the night potential. I wish they would well, have given this more time to really develop on TV. That's just, like, like not like more like elongate the feud, giving them more minutes to do so on. TV. Okay, yeah, because yeah. this is a uh, you know I mean it's team it's the breakup of Team Taz, so it is kind of a big angle for them. It, and and it'll, it'll, I like Ricky Starks promos. It'll be a good match. Like legit, yeah, yeah. Powerhouse rocks. Ricky Starks rocks. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Blood feud. It'll be a three and a half star match. Dead dad <laughs> feud. Yeah, I, I wish they that probably Christian... were mad that like Jungle Boy is wearing a shirt that said like Christian's a pussy. <laughs> how edgy. I know. I, I... Christian, you're getting a divorce. And Christian's like, well, your dad's dead. <laughs> That's the fucking feud. It really oh, yeah. is. It'll, it'll, be the mo- it'll be the best three star match you'll ever see. They is he really getting a it. divorce or is it a fake angle? Apparently he's really getting a divorce. Who was it? He married to a wrestler, wasn't he? No. No, you're thinking know. of Edge, his brother. <laughs> I just thought they both talked about their wives on that podcast. Mm, they did, you know, but his his wife is just a normal person, like a regular person. <laughs> a normal person, not a fucking normal person. Wild not a fucking wrestler. Ass wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Um and I miss that show. It was fun. Oh, they even um, took down the old episodes. You can't even listen to them oh, anymore. Oh, rude. Now We've got Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. This is a fucking thrown-together match, and this is one of the things that pisses me off, is like you get the fucking titles on two black, like two black wrestlers, and then like the titles now don't mean shit. <laughs> Their first feud was with Tony Nese and Josh Woods. Who knows who Josh Woods is here? I know Tony Nese's partner. I know who Josh Hobbs is. Exactly. Exactly. And a, yeah. And then now it's like a thrown together match with the acclaimed who's been having a feud with the ass boys. And it's like 
okay, just here's a match, I guess. It's funny too, because that's like of all the promises, the one thing AEW could deliver on is the fucking tag team division. And then yeah, it's like unless the Bucks have the belt, who gives now, a now shit? the Bucks are in the trios division, so who gives a fuck about these dumbass titles? Yeah, it's so dumb. Yep. Uh Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. It'll be the best um, Chris Jericho match in a minute. This is Danielson's first match back since. Wow, what a fucking NXT match, though. This yeah, one? literally, literally, yeah, first literally. episode of NXT. Oh, first really? episode of NXT was this was the main event. Yep. Hasn't Brian hasn't had a match back for like months yet, right? So this would be his first thing. He just fought Daniel Garcia. Oh, did he? Okay, see, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Said it, that's also, said by it the way, the... Daniel Garcia is great. But yes, oh, yeah. okay, you're, you're right. <laughs> great. Well, and I think that's the story here, right? He's gonna like have to choose between yes, his two dads. Daniel Garcia match. Oh, Daniel Garcia on a pole match. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then we got a uh, participants TBD for the casino ladder match. I like any, a good clusterfuck party match. Any so, any so. surprises? Is MJF gonna win? Um, <laughs> I big don't show. know. I bet Big Show's in it. I don't know who's even gonna be in it. I so I don't know. I haven't heard too many rumblings. Hmm. We've got a uh, Tony Storm versus uh, Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus Jamie Hader versus Hikaru Shida for the interim AEW Women's World Championship because uh, Thunder Rose is not clear to wrestle now. Yeah, apparently she's injured. So she apparently is injured. Um, she got one minute to relinquish her title. Damn Punk got ten. Um, that's all. I think all you need to know about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they were so gonna really take... whoever wins this match is a fucking match. <laughs> So they um, apparently were going to take it off Thunder Rosa because she wasn't drawing. Granted, they don't put her on TV. Um, so there, there it is. I, yeah, I, Thunder Thunder's having her own set of issues. Apparently, being yeah. hard to work with, and they made a joke out of it with the sandbagging stuff. But it's like seems like stuff keeps going over and over again. Well, and like we say yeah. every time, there's always like. A, for women, and especially women of color, the hard-to-work-with title gets thrown around a lot quicker than it does to someone like, a, you know, a CM Punk even, who is also notably, obviously, very difficult to work with. So it's, like, hard I, It's hard for me to, like, digest all that when it's, like, Thunder Rosa's hard to work with. It's, like, you mean she wants maybe better for herself? I don't understand. But also, maybe she's a fucking tyrant. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But, like, well, uh, ju- just kind of her actions is what, to me, it makes sense. Because, like... Especially like for no reason at all, sandbagging Marina Shafir for no reason. Like mm-hmm. there was not a point. She's going over in that match, and she sandbagged the fuck out of her multiple times, and no sold her offense. So is that kind of the thing that people have against her? She's not she's not selling for for folks, or she's yeah, too and stiff? and like this has happened multiple times with different okay. people, and like I know like Evelise is who she is. A, a piss bag of a person, mm. but like they ha- like they famously had an issue on Dynamite um, during the pandemic, and you know everybody of course jumped to Thunder Rosa's defense at the time, um. Mm. But now it's like, huh, huh, yeah. Maybe, maybe there was a maybe where there's like, smoke, there's fire. They're like, it's probably people are quicker to j- label her as that, but it's still legit. You know, like, mm-hmm. like people, like, like she, it's, it, you know, other people would get away with the shit longer, but it's still worth pointing out. 
And oh. so looking at the match they have here and seeing some of the stuff like watching it, I would I would honestly really like it if they put it on Tony Storm, but I do think the sad truth of it is it's probably not going to matter one way or the other who put they put the title on right now. Unless it they doesn't put it on seem... Britt. But even then, it's like, who are they going to have Britt go up against? If they put it on Tony, they're just going to have her go up against Britt, and then Britt would probably take it off of her. So it's like, I don't know. I want Tony. I want it to be Tony time, but unfortunately, I don't think Tony time is going to mean too much. Oh, uh, allegedly, because right the match was going to be Tony versus Thunder. I mean, she was scheduled to win the first one. Okay. I hope, I, okay. I hope, I hope she does. Pencils, pencils do have erasers, brother. Indeed, it is. You got to stop sure. with this big baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the big baby and, has its own TikTok. And yeah, like it's. <laughs> they just need to care about the division for me too. We've said it for fucking what three years? How put long has AEW on, been a company? Put someone on my TV. Tell me they're good. And, I'll, and show I'll, me they're good. That's the Don't suspension. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that's that's the that's the part of the contract we're willing to give as the fan is like we'll suspend our disbelief that she's out there beating the fuck out of people. Just make it look cool. Cause cause you want to know who's bad? Tell a good story. Britt Baker. She fucking sucks. She's got a sick finisher. But yeah, she's she, she can't fucking kick. She's got just has her, Seth Rollins move set. Yeah, yeah, but. I don't know. Well, to no, me, I'm, Seth I'm with does you. it better. I'm with you. I'm, I'm <laughs> to with me, you. yeah, she's lost in the ring a lot. Yeah, there's just I I, I agree. There's like there's not a um. Honestly, really, other than Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill, there's not a, a ton of like real big presence. There's not a big presence in the women's division. Uh, other than like break glass in case of emergency for Nyla Rose, they'll do that every once in a while. Other than that, it's whenever like, anybody wins the title, it's your first feud. It's Nyla Rose. Yeah, they they kind of just disappears. Exactly, exactly. And then everyone else is kind of like the same character. Just and, uh, they, I, like the happy to be here. Let's go wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and or the like, you suck. I'm better than you, but I don't have any real substance to it. So just you're, you know. or your kind of thoughts on this is almost just like an indictment on just the company as a whole because they <laughs> they have so much people like the like talent the the depth is insane mm-hmm. it's like everybody like shows up for their feud and they disappear yeah and then it's, it's like scorpio sky is like is he dead yeah he yeah, died right? and then like you have ruby riot who they let rancid come on the show and play and she's nowhere to be found. She's Eddie Kingston's friend, right? Is that her thing? Pretty yeah, much. She just teamed with Ortiz to lose to Sam and Ty Conti or Mello. Ty Mello. And then and then you have like fucking um like Death Triangle and House of Black, like six incredible performers just losing. Mm-hmm. Like Pac shows up. Um like he's never defended that title that he won on AEW TV. It's all been in independent shows. Then they'll show them on YouTube. Uh, it's like, this dude, like, legitimately, I think, is probably, like, in the conversation for best worker in the company. And he, I and, think he's underrated. And he best that per- fucking good. Like, one of the best, like, performers of the decade. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Uh, he's got that fucking character down perfect. He cuts amazing promos now. He does he can do fucking strikes and they look good. He can do high flying like nobody else can. That looks good. He That's actually like... sells for his opponents, Will Ospreay. Um 
Um, yeah. Will Ospreay just had a five star match again. It was the trios <laughs> match, and like he ha- he's had so many, you can probably name about three of them because everything he does is just so over the top. Yeah, he's a great wrestler. It's like the dude. It's like he has the most forgettable five star matches. Like they're not big; they're just like cool yeah. moves. They're just really well put together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's in there with good fucking competition. And Dave loves him, so... Yeah, yeah, he, does, he doesn't bring anyone else up to his level ever. I'm not trying to objectify people, too, but one of those guys in Aussie Open has some fucking thick cake. Dude. Oh my god, that guy has a dunk. Dude, that guy has a, a honky-tonk, but donk-a-donk, dude. Hell yeah. Hell Rebel yeah. was in that video. Bringing it back to Whoa. AEW. Oh wow. shit, dog. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um, then we got Wardlow and FTR uh, versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. This Alex was a cool surprise. Saban. It'll be a fun match, but like, it's one of those like, this does this matter at all? Like, we no. get these cool AEW does these cool surprises that just like don't matter to their show. Well, right, and we we still have this lingering. What is Tony gonna do with ROH? You know, it's like, are they shopping it around? Are they doing it? To me, this kind of feels like a little bit of a preview of who we were going to be seeing on that show, which is like, uh, you know, to me, that's so what it seems another like. person. Is Samoa Joe dead? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Seriously, though. Um, maybe he I mean, has another injury. I don't is, know. But is Cole hurt or did they just write him out? Because Kenny's uh, coming back. Concussion, I'm pretty sure. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But I was saying before Which we means started, Kyle and Bobby got nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kyle was also not cleared. Um, okay, really? So, yeah. Do you think? Do you think Kyle? I, I mean, Adam might not be, but do you think Kyle's like kind of sh- shooting himself in the foot for not staying? Um, Bobby Fish has been posting a lot of undisputed era stuff lately. But what would you have done? I mean, it's not like he had the foresight to know. No, that no one Vince knew. was going to step down. No one knew. Something like, tells me maybe, if, if this had happened just, earlier. Uh, Maybe just yeah. the not like the the signing like right off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true because um, like it it seemed to pay off for like carrying cross, and it, it it's Johnny like having a baby, like basically forcing himself to wait. Like so smart, so smart. Yeah. Because what would happen if he was in AEW? We wouldn't be talking about him. He would mm-hmm. be with the best friends, and that's it. You know, yeah, and like that'd be fun for a couple weeks. But mm-hmm. Johnny's. I love the best friends. Johnny's above them. He's Johnny How wrestling. Dare you. Well, you, you think, <laughs> do you think, do you think Johnny and orange are on the same level? Well, they're great. He's a great wrestler too, but Johnny's I got think, more to offer. Yeah. But to me, that's like, if you're an NXT fan, Johnny has more to offer. If you've never watched NXT, probably yeah. have zero reason to give that much of a shit. Unless until you watch him wrestle. Uh, you, before, I was saying yesterday, uh, so before we were recording yesterday on, uh, IWTV on independent wrestling TV. There's this uh, series called The Life of, and I watched all three episodes uh, that they get for Alex Shelley. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it got me like real stoked on Alex Shelley, and, and pretty stoked on uh, on Motor City Machine Guns in general. I it I, I was I thought it was like pretty inspiring actually with Alex Shelley coming back to wrestling and stuff. And so for him to get to be on this uh, this big fucking card uh, is is pretty cool, especially just given the uh, the amount of history they they do have with. Um, Ring of Honor, Jay Lethal as well. And then uh, it's like, just a cool moment. I don't know if I it's going to be super consequential. Alex Shelley showing up everywhere. Yeah, you love Alex that. Shelley, right? Dude, oh, yeah. Like, so I, I, I love He's the awesome. time splitters 
He showed up at NXT. Showed, he's an impact. He's going to AEW. Does stuff for New Japan again. It's like he's just kind of just been doing his thing. He's on indies like all the time. It's just super cool to see him back because he kind of left wrestling behind for a while. Well, one of the um, things he said in, in that documentary that I thought was really interesting too is is he's always had this idea, right, of like he needs to set himself up. He understands that wrestling, you know, isn't that doesn't have the long the biggest longevity. But for him to do wrestling as long as he'd like to, which is as long as he can, you know, he he did set himself up to be like a uh, like a physical therapist, basically like a, a technician for that. And so like he's been balancing a full time forty hour a week job while being so like wrestling. He might be full time wrestling now. I don't know, but for, he it sounds like he stepped away from wrestling, you know, and and has some regrets about not coming to some to see what he could really do at a high level in some bigger companies. And so it. It's interesting as someone who's like almost 40 years old as Alex Shelley is that it seems like he's making another push to really see how much he can do in wrestling. And so, yeah, to have him pop up on a big show uh, is is pretty cool. And it just makes me soaked for him. So one of the things that Oster and I talk about in our other podcast is influence. Yeah. Um, And I think that people don't understand the huge influence that Alex Shelley has had on wrestling. Especially with like a crop of like independent guys, they were ripping off his moves. They mm. were ripping off his look. Just everything like that, that he was doing, is from, like a lot of stuff is from Alex Shelley. Mm-hmm. Especially in Ring of Honor because he was uh, like a Midwest guy, and it was like him and Truth Martini and like Jimmy Jacobs and all this shit that were running around everywhere. Alex Shelley was always just like kind of at the forefront of a lot of this shit, and so. um his influence on the business was especially with that crop of like independent guys that were in Ring of Honor around that time. It's huge. And he doesn't get his never got his flowers the way I thought he deserved. So it's cool seeing him now get that, getting that respect, yeah. getting that. He gets that title of like your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. And so it is cool to be like to see that him at this level can still compete highly enough to be potentially a crowd's favorite wrestler if he give is given the, the opportunity and he's to, doing to go. It. Yeah. Super super excited to uh, honestly, that's probably the only reason I'm excited to watch this match now is because I watched that <laughs> documentary. So if anyone does have IWTV subscription, I, I really recommend it. I thought it was super cool. And especially it's it. like, it's a glad documentary I... about independent wrestlers and traveling. I'm glad, I'm glad I keep it forgetting to cancel it so you can enjoy it. <sighs> no, I have my own. Oh, okay. Sick. I'm not canceling. Um, I never watch it. That's why it's you don't have to, content. you don't have to, but I think it, it's, it, it's super cool. Um, and honestly, I love Wardlow, so yeah, Wardlow and FTR kind of kind of has some chemistry there. I'm excited. To, I'm very excited. I can see, see that. Yeah. Uh, then we got TBD versus TBD <laughs> for the AEW World Trios Championship. We it's Dark Order versus uh yeah. versus the Elite. By the, by the time be. by the time you're listening yeah. to this, it will be determined. But it is mm. TBD mm-hmm. versus TBD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this isn't on Wikipedia, but clearly there's a world title match. So. Moxley Mox three. Part mm-hmm. three, not do. Well, in the casino ladder match, right? We talked about that. We talked just, about that. Yeah. Just don't know who's going to be in it. Like we have zero clue. Zero clue, yeah. but it's going to be a fun ass weekend of wrestling. Billy, I'll tell you that for free. Oh, yeah. Billy Gunn. I'll tell you that for about sixty bucks or whatever the fuck it costs. Probably Kingston will be in that because he's not on the card. Daryl. Cheeseburger. I wish. <laughs> oh, I wish World Famous CB was on there. Mark Summers. Michael yeah. Malley. Oh, yeah. Guts. 
Um, yeah, that's the show though. So Homer Sanders. Yeah, Stick Stickly. Don Jet Don Don Don. Don Don. Maria Menunos. Carl. Um Don. Anderson. Just him though. Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Jaleel White. Jaleel White. Voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I, I was going to say that. Weird perversion. Yeah. Interesting. A close personal friend, Ben Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Hot Water Ben, baby. I didn't realize he was a bad dude. Was that Fred? Wait. Fred sucks. Ben's cool. Fred sucks. Wait, no, Fred sucks? Look it up. Look it up. Apparently he was a fucking nightmare on the Wonder Years reboot. Oh, on the reboot. Okay. Yeah, because he's like in I charge of the that. whole thing. Apparently he's kind yeah, of a tyrant. He- He's a director, so is Ben. That sucks. But, okay. I mean, honestly, I ben, as much as I, I love Band Savage, it wouldn't surprise me. I think Fred Savage, star of The Grinder, which took place here in Boise. Oh. Wasn't Rob Lowe in that, too? I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. One of my favorite things is this picture of Ben Savage with, at a drag thing. And it's just him, like, looking like Ben Savage with two drag queens. <laughs> is Ben like Savage, a, does he still like dress a, like Corey in, in ooh, college? Okay. Is he what? Does he still dress like uh, Corey Matthews in college? You know what I mean? Um, kind of has that fucking like. Slug, I haven't slug. gotten to where they're in college yet. I'm in season six. Oh, but... not in the college years yet. Okay. No, I like it's. I'm starting them, but they're still they're still going through. Are they going to get married? Are they not going to get married? After exactly. College? Dude. I think that's that. exactly why that show, to be honest, has its staying power. It's like they went through a couple iterations of being little kids to being all through college, kept entertaining the whole time. Yeah. No, and it's written really well, uh, except like, yes, there's 3000 plot holes. But when you're watching week, week to week, like for yeah. a kid's show, who cares when who you're watching six episodes a day? You uh, you learn a lot more. Um, Genuine Boy Meets World. But boys. lots of lots of wrestlers. Vader, uh, Jake the Snake was kind of on it. Um, Wardlow. <laughs> Wardlow was on it. Wardlow is an infant. <laughs> Mick Foley shows up, I guess, or maybe that's in Girl Meets World. I well, don't know. I mean, we're, oh, we're up Boy Meets World in college. Because well, um, Boy Meets World is is running hot through the fucking Attitude Era. Yeah. Funny, funny thing about that is, um, when RJ City used to work for WWE, like the digital side. Yeah. He interviewed Mick Foley on the bump. Like he had a sh- like a little segment called like Wednesday Wake Up. Did he just talk about him on Boy Meets World? No, but he was like, hey, so you were on Boy Meets World. And like, it was like they talked about it and everything. And he's like, did you know yours was actually the one with the lowest ratings? (laughs) Damn, dude. Well, at time, you know, syndication, people will go back and watch. It's actually like what Rick Foley said on the show. was exactly that. Uh, That'll put butts in seats. Yeah, I'll put some butts (laughs) in seats. Um... That's those two shows, huh? Yeah. The Gothic Castle and All Out. Yeah. It's going to be gonna a weekend. Be fun. It's going to be a fun little wrestling weekend. A lot of folks get that Monday and off. You don't have to work Monday. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to, uh, on oh, that Monday, I'm going to a, uh, 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 shit, why the fuck am I blanking on it right now? One of those uh, demolition derbies. Cool. That's oh, rad. So you got some scene hair going right there. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, fucking Jeff Rickley over here. Look like the fucking main character in Sandman right now. Dude. Oh, now you look like a fucking beetle. Oh, Guy Picciotto in Sandman? <laughs> is that the main character? Softball? No, Guy Picciotto is uh, the guy from Fug- the other guy from Fugazi that people know his name. Um, okay. He looks just like 
just like that actor. <laughs> it rocks. Oh, the side part, the, the middle part. Yeah, it's kind of a you hunter. Look, that it's kind of hunter look, look like, right there. Um, oh fuck, uh, Alberto Del Rio's uh, manager. Oh, no, I do not want to look like Ricardo Rodriguez. No, it gave, it's, it's serving me Sean Hunter vibes. <laughs> well, let's let's just close it out. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Bret Hart is the greatest wrestler of all time. WrestleBoys316 says, come as a drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs>